breaking news from KXAN News. Well, we start off with that breaking news this morning of a deadly crash that has northbound 130 in Pflugerville shut down. Austin Travis County EMS saying two others are hurt. And Erica, you're tracking the latest on the traffic situation. Yeah, we have two major traffic situations as we kick off this Friday morning. So let's get right to yeah. it. First of all, we're actually going to start down south in Kyle with a major crash in Kyle right at FM 150. Now the closest I can get there with our tech stock cameras is at Windy Hill. So let me get right to the map that's going to be a little bit more helpful. Now northbound and southbound we have delays in both directions but northbound 35 right there at 150 in Kyle is that major crash with delays in both directions. So be mindful of that. But that's not the only one. There is a deadly crash investigation underway in Pflugerville on SH 130. This is on the northbound side right near Pecan Street. So northbound 130 shut down. Likely to be shut down for the remainder of the morning as that typically happens with a deadly crash, unfortunately. So if you are used to driving on 130 through Pflugerville, headed in that northbound direction, be mindful of that. We will be working on this, tracking this all morning long, obviously with two major closures on our major highways. Going to be a big issue this morning. Thank you so much, Erica. Let me get you a quick check on your forecast here because right now, Whittlesea Landscape Supplies Weather Camera, their granite shoals showing a little bit of cloud cover, but for the most part, dry. And we are seeing just fine temperatures as we start this morning. Temperatures are in those low to mid 70s out there. Technically, a little cooler than what we had yesterday, courtesy of the cooler afternoon. Did you notice it? We only made it to 92 yesterday. And overnight, our temperatures dropped a little bit down to about two to five degrees cooler than where we were yesterday at this time. So starting off a little cooler, but unfortunately we've got more sunshine, less rain today. Our afternoon highs going to flip that trend around and we will start our next warming trend. Clouds and radar clean this morning. As we look towards this afternoon, you can expect a high of 96. There's going to be a 10% chance of some isolated storms. We've got south-southeast winds about 5 to 15 miles per hour. Coming up, the temperatures, they're going to climb in a very big way heading into the weekend. We'll Time out that rise in our numbers and also the last round of spotty rain that comes in later today. So I'm going to show you the future cast and we'll also talk about just how long our next heat wave is expected to last. The details coming up in just a few minutes. Kristen, thank you. Hayes County investigators are laying out how they believe a fire started at an apartment complex in San Marcos. A deadly one in 2018. Five people died when the iconic Village Apartments was set on fire. We now know officers arrested 30-year-old Jacoby Ferguson in connection to that deadly fire. Court documents say Ferguson admitted he set a mattress on fire in a breezeway at the complex. Mattress someone left him as a gift. San Marcos investigators charging him with deadly arson and after years without answers, an investigative task force formed last year dedicated to solving this case conducted new interviews with some of the witnesses and that team reached its goal eight months later. Met almost weekly, communicating often on a daily basis regarding the case. Working on the foundations laid by the previous investigative teams, the task force read through hundreds of ROIs, watched hours of body camera footage, and re-examined all of the data available for this case. The Hayes County District Attorney says that his office is considering additional charges, but he wouldn't say exactly what those could be. Investigators say no other arrests are expected in this case. For some perspective here, we talked to a local attorney not involved in the case. He said he expects more charges coming. 
so this case will be presented to a grand jury, uh, and a grand jury is going to have to determine whether probable cause also exists, and that grand jury could be presented proof, and they could present evidence that this is also a murder case, um, and that may indeed happen. We'll continue to update you on those developments in this case. Right now online, you can see all the details in Ferguson's court documents. That's with the story at KXAN.com. So Austin ISD is now asking some of its teachers to pay them. Yeah, email records show some teachers are being asked to pay back a $2,000 retention stipend. District leaders say they accidentally paid them out to the wrong employees. This money was meant for newly hired staff. But in an email, the district said a processing error led to the bonus also going to returning employees. That money going out last November, then again in March. And this is not the first time AISD has trouble with its payroll. Last year, KXAN discovered because of an influx of new hires in the system, some teachers were not paid on time and missing money when it came down to their checks, the stipend in their checks. AISD a spokesperson said, quote, we regret any frustration this may have caused. We contacted staff as soon as we discovered the issue with options for returning the overpayment in a manner that works best for them, end quote. Well, the president hopes to make health care more affordable. Later on today, President Biden's going to give a speech on lowering the cost. Yesterday, he went to South Carolina, the first primary state for Democrats, to tout the economy and benefits of his infrastructure bill. The president put a spotlight on job growth. And there is a new report that shows private sector added a much better than expected 497,000 jobs in the month of June, with an annual pay up of more than 6%. Factories being built and jobs being created happening in rural America, the heartland, all across America, in communities that have been left out and hollowed out. Yeah, but stocks taking a major dive as investors brace for impact on interest rates. A strong jobs report from the Labor Department could give the Federal Reserve more room to rates to put those rate hikes up in the air again to combat the lingering inflation. The city of Lago Vista remains under a boil water notice. A heads up this morning, according to the city, a water main break dropping the pressure in the water system. So the city says you have to boil your water for about two minutes, then let it cool before you can use it. After the water main is repaired and the testing is done, they will lift the notice. A traffic alert up in Williamson County. TxDOT closing the main lanes of I-35 North in Georgetown for some construction. This is between State Highway 29 and Northwest Boulevard. Closure started at 9 last night and should last for another 30 minutes until about 5 this morning. Texas House is soon talking about what to do about property taxes, what the plans in play are, and how it could impact you. And a beekeeper in Texas dead. What caused police a little bit of a delay as they try to get into this call? Good morning. It is Friday as we take a live look outside. Some cars heading by out in Granite Shoals and a warm one ahead. We're going to be talking with Kristen about what you can expect as the temperatures start going, I'd say, in the wrong direction. <laughs> Texas House lawmakers, they're going to hear from the public today on how plans for property tax savings could affect you. Yeah, Democrats in the Texas House announcing their plan for property tax cuts yesterday, focusing on renters 
and teachers. Now, their bill would give a rebate to Texas renters for up to 10% of last year's rent. It would also raise the homestead exemption to as much as $200,000 and provide permanent teacher pay raises of more than $4,000. The Democrats are in the current plans backed by Governor Greg Abbott and Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick do nothing to help the 38% of Texas households who rent. We are talking about Texas families, not private special interests, but about you. So if you are a renter in Texas, if you are a homeowner in Texas, if you are an educator or somebody who cares about public school education for the future in Texas, this is our plan. This is your plan. The Texas Senate and Governor Abbott are still at odds about whether to raise the homestead exemption to 100,000, a plan Governor Patrick supports, but Abbott does not. New discovery from researchers at the University of Texas puts on a, uh, gives, gives us some answers about just how big the universe is and what they found out about black holes. Uh -oh. And the technology in an item that every parent has may help water the world. Diapers. Uh, diapers are helping advance science. New Austin FC player feels a little bit more at home with one of the current per day and black players that he knows well. I've got more on that coming up. Good morning, everyone. Happy Friday as we take a live look high atop the ground from our camera at the Austonian to give you an update on what the weather's going to look like today. It's a little hotter than yesterday. We're going to check in with Kristen to see how hot coming up in just the next few minutes. But first, let's get you to your news. The company behind the deadly submersible implosion near the wreck of the Titanic is now suspending all operations. OceanGate announcing yesterday all exploration and commercial operations are on hold comes weeks after its Titan submersible imploded, killing all five people inside, one of whom was the co-founder and CEO of the company. Officials believe the sub suffered a, quote, catastrophic implosion that instantaneously killed the crew. The cause remains under investigation by the Transportation Safety Board of Canada. University of Texas researchers announced they've discovered the oldest active Supermassive black hole. <laughs> the black hole named Sears 1019 existed 570 million years after the Big Bang. While it may not compare in size to some more recently formed black holes, Sears 1019 is equivalent to 9 million suns put together. Hard to comprehend. The discovery largely credited to the use of the James Webb Space Telescope. It was launched in 2021. Researchers say it can look back billions of years. One UT astronomy professor says with this telescope, they can now not only see these objects in space, but also accurately measure them. What wow. can they not, not do? It is amazing Truly. to think how much we know because of just this one thing in the yes. last two years. Yeah. You know, yeah. how much we've discovered in such a short amount of time. So. God bless you. It's coming. It's overwhelming. It's overwhelming. Let me show you what's going on with your forecast here because we do have dry skies for now. 
Could we squeeze out a few isolated storms later today? It's possible, but I'm not expecting as much as what we had yesterday. In fact, yesterday's rain chances overperformed. I hope you got a little bit of rain in your backyard because unfortunately rain chances looking slim to none moving forward in that seven day. 76 today. As far as the air quality goes, we're good in this department. We are in that good category uh, this morning and likely through the day today. If you notice a little bit of that hay sitting over the city, that's actually some of that Saharan dust, but right now not having any major effects on air quality here in the city. 96, the forecast high. That 10% chance of rain, I think, is only going to be for areas pretty much along and east of I-35. Real hard pressed to find those all the way out in the hill country, unfortunately. You can see some of the high resolution models picking up on those isolated storms, hence the 80s. We've got out towards Bastrop and Lee County, uh, but majority of us still expected to reach those mid-90s. Moving forward with those sky conditions, you can see little mix of sun and clouds through lunchtime. Then here comes those isolated storms. This model is definitely being generous with the coverage. I don't think there's going to be this much out there, but hey, we'll take what we can get because unfortunately today is the only day in the seven day with a rain chance as low as 10%, but hey, we'll take it. Anywhere from a few hundred seven inch to an isolated pocket of more. Again, those will be impossible to nail down, but at least we've got some of that moisture sneaking in along that sea breeze because by the time we hit tomorrow and again on Sunday, High pressure reestablishes itself, rain chances shut down, and those temperatures come up. Upper 90s tomorrow, 101 on Sunday. And you can pretty much expect those triple digits to return each and every day after Sunday afternoon. I mean, all of next week, we've got low 100s in the afternoon. Overnight lows mid to upper 70s, so not moving a whole lot here, but I would probably suspect some of those heat alerts to return, unfortunately, to central Texas and a good chunk of Texas at that, as those low 100s will be matched with very humid conditions this weekend into next week. Erica? Thanks so much, Kristen. Okay, at 448, starting here in Georgetown at Highway 29 and I-35, where there's those overnight lane closures for construction, pre-scheduled construction. They've got about 10, 15 minutes left to clear those out. Not causing any major delays, but just wanted to show you that that is what things are looking like in Georgetown on 35. Now, where we have two major issues, uh, this one going to be an issue through the morning rush hour. There is a deadly crash investigation underway on SH-130 here in East uh, Travis County at FM 973. So issues in both directions there. Do watch out for delays because of that investigation that's going to be ongoing throughout the morning. The other issue is in Kyle, northbound 35. There's a crash there right at FM 150. Now, southbound 35 was slow over the last couple, hour, like hour and a half or so, but the delays have eased up, and now there's only delays on northbound 35 there in Kyle at 150. So two crashes that we're monitoring as we kick off this Friday. I'll have another check of your traffic in just a moment. Well, Erica, thank you. Uh, Austin police are searching for new leads when it comes to a deadly stabbing that happened almost a year ago on East 6th Street in downtown Austin. Back in September, we do know surveillance cameras caught the moments leading up to the death of 27-year-old DeAndre Day. He and a friend met a group of three strangers when a fight broke out. There's the video. APD says Day was fatally wounded while helping his friend avoid being stabbed. Day's uncle spoke alongside APD detectives yesterday, and he says the last year without his nephew has been tough. What was taken from us was joy. The smile, you can see it on his face. If you, if you walked up and saw DeAndre and talked to him, I guarantee in two minutes you'll be laughing. That's the kind of kid he was. There's a $1,000 reward for any information that leads to an arrest in this case.
Now, police and firefighters faced an unusual call near Fort Worth yesterday. They had to fight through bee stings as they tried to help a man who died while tending to his backyard beekeeping operation. A neighbor reported the beehives next door were on fire and firefighters got there. They found the body of a 78 year old Graham Davis. Chief Chris Cook says the victim's son says his dad intended to harvest honey, but exactly what happened is still under investigation. We haven't ruled out the possibility that the man uh, could have been overwhelmed by the bees, um, which could have caused a medical reaction for him to fall or that the man suffered a medical condition which caused him to fall in the beehive area. So many questions. Police say they could not tell if the man was even wearing protective clothing. Multiple firefighters and firefighters that responded are okay after being stung at the scene. Diapers may soon have a greater use than just keeping your home mess free. KXAN's Nick Bannon spoke with a researcher at MIT using the same technology found in diapers to pull water out of the air. Carlos Diaz Marin joins us, a mechanical engineer at the Device Research Lab at MIT. Carlos, explain the breakthrough that you and your team were able to uh, do where you pulled water out of dry air using technology found in diapers? Yeah, uh, thanks, Nick, for having me. Um, so as you mentioned, we're, we're pretty excited about what we're able to find. We've been able to uh, capture record amounts of, of water from dry air. Um, and as you mentioned, using um, this technology, using diapers. This is not something crazy. We all, we might have like air dehumidifiers in our houses that are able to do this. They're able to pull moisture from the air. How good these are, there's a limit to that. And whether they work in dry conditions, that's a limit to that. So in this work, we've been able to make the material that captures the most amount of water, even from really dry air. We've measured our um, our material about 30% relative humidity, which would be kind of the humidity you would have during the night in a desert. And we were able to capture record amounts of water when we do this. If we have, say, a kilogram of our material, we can capture about two kilograms of water when we do this. And what makes up your material? Yeah, so um, as you mentioned, this is basically we're using the technology using diapers. And that's good because it's already a low cost, um, kind of easy to make solution. If you think of diapers, they're really great because they're able to capture a lot of water. But the question that we had is how can we make them be really good at capturing moisture from the air, not water? And that's where we uh, we decided to put salts in this in this um, in this approach. You might have seen some types of salt if you put them if you let's say leave them on the table exposed to the air, they're going to capture some of that water. So our idea was kind of to combine these two things: have the the diaper technology, which is called the hydrogel, to be able to retain this water and be able to expand to capture all this water. But then we had these salts that are able to pull this moisture from the air. How do you then get it from the hydrogel salt? combination back to being clean drinkable water yeah so we think about this kind of in a two-step process in the first part you capture the water from the air that's kind of what we're demonstrating with this material in the second part you heat up the material and you evaporate the water out so that's pretty good because you're basically producing very pure drinkable water All right very exciting technology and we'll certainly be uh, keeping tabs on what you do with it. Carlos Diaz-Marin, mechanical engineer with the Device Research Lab at MIT. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks, Nick.
This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Good morning to you. Austin FC has added a new player. 19-year-old Brandon Craig joins the team this week after the trade with Philadelphia Union. Craig, not a lot of MLS experience, but he does have plenty of experience with one Verde and Black player. That's Owen Wolf. They were teammates on the U.S. under-20 national team. So when the head coach's son can give him a scouting report, that certainly helps a little bit in the deal. Obviously, able to talk to Owen about about Brandon. I was able to watch a good amount of footage with Brandon. Um, his profile is is you know certainly more suiting for us. He, he's good with the ball. He's very competent. Um, he can break lines extremely well, both short and long distance. Uh, you know, bringing him into our environment, I think there's you know some similarities as to how we approach the game as as when he's with the national team. So he's quite calm with the ball, and we'll just have to see how he how he takes to, to our group. Um, he hasn't played um, you know a whole lot in MLS, uh, so there's a, there's a uh, a greenness to that, but we're, we're hopeful that he can come in and help. I think he's he's a part of a solution that we need to find for center backs, but but um, by no means is, is is he the starting center back that, that we need to go and get. Amino and obviously been to several uh, U20 camps together, including the World Cup. So we got to spend you know many months with him, um, cumulative uh, you know like all together all throughout this year. Um, so you know I've built a good relationship with him. And, um, you know, that gives me somebody to know before I came here. So somebody to talk to, somebody to just, you know, uh, be close with on the team. Austin FC back in action tomorrow night. They play in Minnesota. Texas football picked by the Big 12 media to win the Big 12 title. Of course, their final season in the Big 12. They won the first ever Big 12 title back in 1996. Back to you. Thanks for joining KXAN News today. You can also listen to KXAN News Nightly every weekday after 5.30 p.m. for in-depth coverage on what matters most to you.